What's up? Talking with Tonka episode one with guest DJ Nine. What's up, man? Dude, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. We are here. Yeah, we are here. <laughs> we are definitely here. This is uh, definitely a uh, thing in the works, as you can tell by my you know little setup. It's a growing process. Yeah, definitely. My action cams came in today, so you were uh, the first guest with the first new cameras. So this is the uh, this is the pilot. Yeah, the pilot episode. <laughs> if you ever seen a pilot episode, people, you know it might not work. So right. <laughs> this is this will be the this will be the fact. If you guys like it, make sure you uh, like, comment, share, do all those things. Tag us in it. It's the best part to start. See your progression over the episodes. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's definitely going to be a progression. <laughs> no, it actually looks good in here, man. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time you're in my sneaker room, isn't it? I've walked in. I mean, it's, it never looked like this. No, no. The boxes were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was a, wow. So that was a long time ago. I have I mean, you've lived here for how long? 11 years? Yeah. 10 years? Yeah. I've probably been here 10 times. Yeah. but I, I, So I did that all this over the pandemic. So you haven't been here since. No. Well, I mean, I'm deathly allergic to cats. Yeah. So <laughs> for those that don't know, I'm just praying that I stay alive throughout this whole podcast. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so upcoming guests, if you're allergic to cats, let me know in advance. Uh, we can we could change locations. This is not sponsored by Benadryl yet, but hopefully yeah. that's uh, it's one of those things in the works. Yeah, I'll reach out to them. Um, so what do you what do you think of the room? You like it? I think it's awesome. No, yeah. I think what you did is like, I mean, besides it being super clean, I think you know incorporating the sneakers up there is absolutely incredible. Yeah, when I was on so Twitch, cool. like that was like a big thing. People always had these crazy backgrounds, and yeah. no one. No one wanted me to change mine. I kept wanting to do music videos behind me, all these things. People were like, nah, dude, we want to see the sneakers. Right. That, so I started rotating them because people would see me of them every week. So like my Jordan ones would stay the same, but like yeah. my Kobe ones would change. Uh, I would have, have phone pods. I would right. change them all the time. Dude, just the fact that you have doubles of like sneakers that I love <laughs> yeah. and, don't, and don't own. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's cool as fuck. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, so what's good, man? Nothing. I, I mean, I'm happy to do this for you. We mm -hmm. talk, how long have you been talking about doing a podcast? Um, I ever, since like the Twitch days, cause I tried yeah. to do it on Twitch. Um, Thursday nights I tried doing talking with Tonko on, talk, was, I think it was like talking with Tonko on Thursdays or something mm -hmm. like that. And it yeah. worked out pretty well. Like DMS, like of all people like shared my thing. Direct of, music service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because of audio one shot to audio one. He, yeah. um, he was pushing for me to do it too. Um, cause my DJ stream never really took off. Like I had. That's tough. I think it peaked with like fit. My, I peaked at my top was like fifty viewers, which is still a lot. Sure, you know I was paying my car payment through yeah. the pandemic with just yeah. Twitch money, um, which you know some people like DJ Scene are like, oh my goodness, yeah, <laughs> he's paying his you know his kids' college fund. With it. <laughs> he's don't he did very well still. Yeah, still. which is incredible. Yeah, man, you know I can't believe it. <clears throat> No, it, no, it, that was super cool. That whole time period when you were doing Twitch, like, I mean, things like podcasts and when Twitch for people DJing over the pandemic, I wanted to do it so bad. I just didn't have the space to do it. Yeah, you were so in that I'll, tiny apartment. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we moved out from there, but since then. But just, I was so jealous. I wanted to do it, mm -hmm. but to like, I even like was looking in my living room to be like, can I have space? Nope, not going to happen. Yeah, it's just yeah. not going to happen. But podcasts, I've always wanted to do them. Yeah. You know, we've been on a few. I was on a few over the course of like, you know, four years. I'm like, I really want to do this. Like, I love yeah. talking about DJing, in love with it, just like you are. And it's just like, I wanted to do it all the time. It's just like, I didn't have the space for it. Yeah. Well, so, now, now you know, you can be a co-host if you want. If yeah. I bring a guest on that you like, you can come in and talk. You know what I mean? As long as you take like eight Benadryl before you come. <laughs> we'll see what one does. We'll see. You'll hear my voice probably progressively just like get like all like raspy. I, maybe this. I can get sponsored by Kleenex too. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. We're good. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, do you? Do you? Are you into sneakers at all? 
Yeah, you know this. He's he. Okay, so first and foremost, let's like you've we've known each other for fifteen years. Yeah, I'll or just, so. I'm just for the audience that doesn't. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. No, <laughs> but this is gonna be one of those things where, like, when I'm on, like, we're damn near brothers, yeah, practically. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for him to ask me something like that, it's like, yeah, dude, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? obviously, I know. Uh, but as much as much as you, absolutely not. But like, you know, I like what I like. You know, my Jays and stuff like that. Um, I do catch my. I don't ever catch myself looking up on the shelf and being like. Let me just buy these because I want yeah. them. You know, it's like I really need to like them because yeah. I, and that's the thing with me. Like you even know this. When I buy a pair, I wear them religiously. Yeah, because I always wanted them. Yeah, for you sure. Know, it's not just like you buy a pair and forget that you own them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny you say that. So uh, because Eddie's so allergic to cats, I deep cleaned this room today. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> no problem. He I, does love me. <laughs> I found a pair of uh, ninety Air Max ninety fives that I bought eight years ago mm. <laughs> that I forgot I had. See, I, mean, I looked them up on StockX. Yeah. Like, no bullshit. They're worth $450. Wow. So what's in your head now? It's like, well, if I didn't realize I own them, do I just sell them? That, so I am going to put them up for sale probably, even though they're super sick. I wish I can bring them out. They're just too far away from where we are. But mm. they're like all white. And then, you know, what 95, they have like these weird lines. It's all multicolor camo. Sure. it's They're so sick. And I, I don't even like I can't tell I can't tell you where I got them from, <laughs> how much they were. I have no clue. <laughs> you don't even know when you got them. Yeah, it's so right. funny though because um, I just bought I just I just bought a pair the other day, and it's like I don't even look at the price anymore. It's like all right, which yeah, is you terrible. You're money now, bro. No, <laughs> no I'm not. <laughs> That's what sucks. I'm, te- I'm terrible with that. It's, yeah. it's like it's like like it's like um. When you were looking for a Rev Seven recently, yes, like were you looking at multiple sites like prices and stuff like that? No, I just always knew like when it first came out. Long story short, Guitar Center had them. I I went and just paid oh, I remember for, that. I yeah. went and paid for it. They sent me an email like, okay, it's gonna be back order. I'm like, okay, I kind of knew that. Yeah. Then after like literally seven months, they were like, we're just gonna give you your money back because yeah, we can't know, get that. Job. We can't get it. <laughs> so luckily, I just got one yesterday. Shout out to Meat Mill. Yeah, Meat Mill. What's but, up, man? What are you um? sidetracking what are you trying to get out of this podcast down the road like what are the things that you're trying to tackle i know it's not just strictly dj no 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 so that's one thing i want the viewers and uh listeners to understand is uh i um i love to talk (laughs) (laughs) so i my goal is to uh bring in like someone like you a dj a friend of mine and then someone that is not in the industry Mm -hmm. like uh we have doctor friends lawyer friends all these people Mm -hmm. sales people like i want to bring in another guest so when we tell like nightlife stories or um stories about you know trying to make it in this world where you have a nine to fiver coming in and sure. he's going to have his perspective so i want to hear a multi-perspective thing on life and how we get through it yeah okay um and you know shout out to my sister joanne she always said uh you have a great talking speaking voice i was always told that too yeah like yo are you in radio i'm like no <laughs> maybe we should start a radio yeah. show <laughs> i mean we damn near are yeah, i know right <laughs> yeah q and o2 uh we need a radio show. <laughs> now, so if, i know you're you're with q and o2 are mm-hmm. you still with them yeah, I just recently stopped doing the Saturday. The Saturday only, right? Because your Thursday one pops off. Yeah, the, the Thursday one I enjoy the most. It's all throwback stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, I mean, to us now, throwbacks are like you know 2012. But so that's so much fun. It's only like 20. It's like one segment, so it's like 24 minutes. But I really enjoy doing those. Yeah, They're, I mean, it's every, I've, I've heard them live on the radio. Yeah. Sick. Oh, thank you, dude. But dude, like, it's just like everything that we like open with, you know, mm-hmm. in the clubs and stuff like that. You know, like in these open format places. So like, they're just so easy to do. The weekends yeah. got kind of tough. With like kind of managing the list that you get of like songs that are on the radio. Yeah, you now. show me that, John. Yeah, some of the stuff is like so contemporary. So like you go to like look for remixes to make it cool. Yeah, it was just it was tough. And with my with my schedule throughout the week now with you know traveling and all that stuff. Yeah, 
I wanted to slow it down for a little bit. And Buster was cool about it. Shout out to Buster. He's like, you know, when you're ready to get back on them, like, just let us know. Yeah, I would it, love it to get cool. Buster on the podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, we were playing golf last night because uh, it's funny. Me and Eddie, uh, we play NHL and all these games. And then I've been playing Tiger Woods. Uh, well, it's not Tiger Woods. Yeah, golf, it's weird to say that. Yeah, PGA 2K23. And yeah. I was playing with uh, DJ Caps, DJ Joey Katz. And Buster last night, and then Nine was playing, but uh, the way he has his stuff set up, it was like lagging, it was weird. But it's so funny how we progressed over games. We were playing Madden, Ain't a Chill, and now we're I you're know. playing a sport that I actually like to play yeah. in real life. <laughs> I actually I actually enjoy playing golf. I, I was telling you the last time I played Tiger was 04, yeah, which was a stupid great game. Yeah, it was so <laughs> awesome. And for me, not ever playing golf before, it's like you don't need to. It's like playing yeah. soccer, like yeah. like FIFA or something. Yeah, you don't have to you have any knowledge of the game when it comes to a video game because yeah. like. I like realistically, I would go up and do a certain shot in person, in, like real life, a certain way. But in the video game, like if you slow your swing down, it screws up your shot. Right. Where in real life, I'm just swinging like I normally would. Yeah. And it's like, uh, so it's like complete ass backwards. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because uh, DJ Joey Cat, shout out to him. Um, he um, never picked up a golf club in his life. And this kid <laughs> is like, tiger in this game right it's right. insane uh, there's a big difference and then here. it's funny me and buster were actually talking about how, like how we don't like playing with you at nhl versus you i like playing with you in nhl mm. but not versus you because you're stupid sick <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, play, I play religiously yeah it's like, like it's i feel sickening. like i feel like i don't know how you don't break controllers i do oh you do break them you know what happens to me which is so stupid um the rubber off of the <laughs> gets the, all worn down it, yeah and then it, it rips off yeah yeah so yeah. my left side which is what you use most to go up and down you have to go up so much because every time you score, you go. Yeah. For the, you know, obviously, you know, yeah, you go, yeah. you push up. The the rubber always rips off. It's funny because last night I would I would pretend like I was doing a shot the right way, but I think from playing NHL with you sometimes and like yeah. you know how I always do slap shots. Yeah. Like you have to use the same joystick. Right. And I think I broke mine, oh, so now man. the up sensor just doesn't work right. <laughs> go easy, dog. Yeah, no, I got, <laughs> I got to get a new controller now. I guess I don't know. But I'm the same way. I feel like the harder I press up, the faster I'll go, and that's totally not the no, case. No, that's not the case. So. Sixty-four dollars <laughs> later for another controller. Yeah, it's like, oh god, faster, faster. Yeah, dude. Um, have you ever had a uh, diet ginger ale before? It's pretty. Di- I don't think. I don't think so. Ginger ale has always been one of those things when you grew up when you had a belly ache. <laughs> yeah, your parents were like, yeah. So every time I would taste that, it just brings me back to like me <laughs> vomiting at six years old. <laughs> but and then you start drinking, you get oh, I'll do a crown and ginger. Yeah, ale. it's literally the uh, <laughs> the the hood medicine I call the it. hood medicine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it makes everything feel better. Your cough, your stomach ache, whatever you need. Yep. Um, so I don't know if you saw my Instagram story the other day. I posted. Um, um, a live mix from Rain Nightclub. I don't even think it's open anymore. But uh, DJ Am set from Rain Nightclub. Oh, yeah. I know that. Oh, okay. Was so, it his opening? Was it his residence? The start yeah, of his residency? Yes. It was in 09. So, yep. so that you can tell by the you know the music he was playing. Yeah. Uh, like Timberland joints and stuff. He started with Bring Him Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you know. Do the my ladies yeah, run yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you know the mix. There's a YouTube video of it. Right. Of him starting his yeah, residency. Yeah. So what? Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, like, so DJ Am, rest in peace. If he was alive today with the technology mm-hmm. that we have now, DJing wise, yeah, because he was doing all that on a fifty-seven, maybe a fifty-six before. So there's mm-hmm. no cue points on that. There's no 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 uh, no dicers, nothing like that. So he's doing all these with the cue points one through four, one through five. Yeah, one th- well, actually, I think back then it was only four. On on yeah, then the last time I saw him DJ was at Murmur on a fifty-six. Yeah, okay, um, so I was right. So he started with a fifty-six. When probably. was this? Oh. Me and Demand went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 06 or 07. It was a long time ago. Yeah. 
I don't think there was cue points yet. Or there had to have been. There had to have been. Yeah. He was Yeah, there was cue points. There then. was cue points and loops, but you had I don't yeah. I don't think you could do as many as you can now. Right. I want to say cuz uh there were if points. I remember right, it was just four cuz it was like red, yellow, uh red like amber, yellow and green or something like that. Right. Um actually no, I don't even think you can color code them back then. It was so long ago. I I don't it's crazy how you don't remember. Yeah, what's those funny things. is I have a computer in the basement from that era. No way. And I bet you I could turn it on to see what it looked Holy like. Holy shit. <laughs> I should have did that for today. So back to my original point. What do you yeah. think his sets would sound like now with stems? I thought maybe with how big he was then, I thought of this. And who was I talking to about it? But anyways, I, I would think that he'd be like the next, like, he'd be like another A-track. Okay. He kind of just did shows that he wanted to do, like, do-over stuff. I don't I don't think he would have went, like, let's say, like, the Calvin Harris route, the producer okay. side of things like that. So I still, I still think he would, like, be super technical. So I think with him, with the stems out right now, would have been incredible. Yeah. Just based off of the way he plays. Yeah. But I was trying to think to, like, to what platform he would do his shows. You think he's rocking a Rev 7? Nah, uh-uh. nah. I think he's staying. I'm sure he would own one, but you, you think he's going to stay in turntables? Yes, yeah. Because I mean, or maybe Rain Twelves. Like he would still do like Coachella. Well, you, you gotta know? think he's probably gonna be sponsored by one of these companies. Somebody, point. yeah. So you think? So um, look at look at like um, uh, one of our you know friends, um, Sat One. Mm-hmm. He brings a Rest Seven to all his gigs now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I haven't seen ja- I haven't seen Jazzy Jeff play live recently, but. I, like he's sponsored by Rain, so like, is he bringing? Is he bringing Rain Twelves or is he bringing yeah. Rev Seven? No, the Rain Twelves. He's bringing are Rain Twelve. Yeah. So for so for say like Barstool in Philly, they yeah. have CDJs and the S Nine. Not anymore. Rest in peace. What? Don't, what don't they're they have? All gone. What? Somebody spilled something on it. They're all. Like so do you have up. to bring your own equipment yeah. to Barstool now? Yeah. That's, I'm not doing that gig anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I I don't know if uh, Coleman's gonna fix it or not. Shout uh, out to C Flow. C Flow. Um, I'm gonna try to get him on. That'd be cool. Hell yeah, dude! With, the, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, you know? so I want to. I definitely. I'm gonna definitely use our contacts to really build this. But yeah, um, go ahead to your point um, about bringing. Equipment. Yeah, so I I always thought like I understand you like what you like. It's like bringing your own mix. Like I think before controllers, it was like if you didn't like the 900, that was like the industry standard in clubs. You brought your, the S9 right. or the or your 57. It wasn't until I went to Rumor years ago where they had the 900 i'm like i want to bring my 57 yeah like i'm that. comfortable on yeah. it but then i realized how different the oh, sound too. was because the sound cards like that's literally oh, where yeah. i learned that stuff yeah the nicer the sound system the more you hear the difference so for sat to bring his controller like i get that because like you like what you like of course yeah facts. but the the cdjs and the s9 is a very close similar feeling to the controller besides the smaller platter to the bigger platter on yeah. the cdj so but that makes more sense in terms of like comparability, but when I see a lot of these other controllers coming in instead of just yeah. playing on the CDJs, I'm like, oh my god, dude! I've seen, um, I don't know the kid's name, but he this this takes all the equipment off and he puts like this, you know, mm-hmm. not even SX2, bro, like the smaller John. And I'm like, so you're playing on this, you don't know how to use an S9. Well, that's the gray area. It's almost like the club's fault too. It's like, yo, like if you don't know how to use the equipment, then don't. So that so that that brings up one of the next talking points. Um, so as we get older and we're getting booked in these nightclubs, and like we're we're pretty much I would say OGs in Philly market now. Yeah, um, oh my god. Know, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It sucks because all the young talent, you know, what I mean, but like, sure. Um, 
if you see that happening, like remember back in the day when we would make fun of people that put, you know, something on top of our tech tech twelves. Yeah, like we would the turntables. Yeah, yeah, it would have a we would have a hissy fit. Or sure, like what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. So what's your? Do you have a? Do you have a any advice for a younger DJ coming in that doesn't know the equipment? Well, I think turntables now are just a thing of the past. In ter- it's well, like- no. So say say the bar stool setup. So okay, S nine and two CDJs. Yeah. And CDJ 2000 next to it. I just think that even anyone coming up, see, the thing is, you gotta, you have to buy equipment at your house to be able to practice at home. Mm-hmm. CDJs are very expensive. And yeah. I can understand where you don't learn on CDJs. And then you go out to these clubs that you get booked at and you see CDJs. It's like, well, I don't own these at home. The only way I could use these and practice on them is literally at a gig I'm getting paid to be there at. So okay. I could see where it's not their fault. Yeah, but do you think they should research on how to use that equipment? Yeah, but it's one thing to – if I were to read something and look up – I mean, I mean, you know what they do. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you know where the play button is and how to like adjust your mixing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to be hands-on with it, I think, before – I don't – see, I, I'm, I'm a, I think if you can't use the equipment, you shouldn't play at the venue. Mm, that's the gray area, man. That's just the gray area. It's – I think also it's just a different time where DJs are getting put on just too early in general. Yeah, that's you know? so that that's another man, we're already debating on this shit. Yeah, I know. Like, that's another thing, man, is um you have we have a lot Philly has a lot of young cats coming up. And that's good. There's no, nothing I, wrong no, with that. No, because we were there. Yeah, we were that people once. Fuck, yeah, we always wanted to get put on. Right. How else are you gonna grow right. if you're not young getting put on? But my thing is to to weed out all that is if you can't play on our equipment, you can't play at our venue. Yeah, and I think that it's on the venue that if they're not, on, if they have to play on the equipment and they don't play as well, I see. I don't know. If these are things that are happening to these people, right? A lot of these guys are playing on CDJs and rocking out, yeah, and they play on controllers as well. So good, you know, kudos to them. I know for me differently. Like when I first, when I really first started, and I bought equipment. I bought CDJs first. Oh, I didn't yeah. have turntables. First. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Um, some guy. I was Rutgers years? Yeah, yeah. Right. I went to go get turntables, and the guy, I, like, I think it was Sam Ash in Cherry Hill. What um, are those? Yeah. He, <laughs> he was like, dude, go digital. I'm telling you, like, if you have them now, you'll be set for five years from now. What CDJs he knew. were they? The, the, the 1000s. 1000s, yeah. It was the all black ones where the it was just flat. Yeah. You know, yeah the 800s yeah. were gray. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was the black ones. I had the 800s. The, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I camoed them out when I got them. I, I remember that. Yeah. I remember it, that. It's funny where I got mine. I got mine from Koa, and he got his, rest in peace, Chris Perry. Wow, yeah. So I don't want to get rid of them now. No, <laughs> I, no that's I, dope. I, yeah, I feel like I should keep them. I have those. Mm-hmm. I have my 57 still. I think I have my 56, too. I just saw my 56 in my parents' house today. Oh, did you take it home? No, nah, I got rid of it. You threw it out? Yeah. It's, no. bro- it's busted up, dude. I'm pretty sure you could sell it for parts. Yeah, I, I didn't bother. And you saw the two Pioneer FXs that yeah, had, the 500s. One of them you gave me. Yeah, they're relics. Yeah, we found that. Yeah. I think it was at- um, I gave me the was, gray one. That Crocodile, we found it. Remember oh, when, oh, when really? we were renovating, we found it. Uh, the clear one I bought, the see-through one, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. fucking so dope. Yeah. What did I, you do with those? I br- They're gone. They don't work at all? No, they do, but I just didn't keep it. I just, talk, I just chucked them. Nah, dude. Dude, I was consolidating hard. No, today. but you. So, real, real quick. So, I'm a big fan. It's like, so say you grab those three things, bring them, bring them back to your crib, put them on eBay for 30 days. They don't sell in 30 days, then you throw them out. Fair. So, like, is it too late to call your mom? Call your mom right now. <laughs> They're already back in the tr- my dad's truck. <laughs> call your mom and not. Which call is funny. Mom and not. <laughs> which is funny about me coming over today was that I was supposed to like kind of clean clean out my parents' house, everything that was left from when I lived there before right. moving out. Mm-hmm. 
which I moved out six years ago. And I was like, you six know, years ago. Yeah. Holy that's when I moved shit. in with Ray. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I cleaned everything out, but it was funny about me coming here was that I had to go up in my parents' attic mm. and just like whatever was left of mine, whether I kept it or, or trashed it, it wasn't staying up there. Okay. So the dust in. and a spec. No, it was just airing out, clean, ah, cleaning gotcha. shit out. And I started sneezing everywhere. I ah. moved the dust, you know, fresh cut grass, all ah, that jeez. So I was like, wait, I'm already sneezing now. I didn't even get to Eric's yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Do me a favor. When we get done this, call your dad and tell him not to throw <laughs> this thing. I'll put them up for you. They're already gone. Man. Oh, God, it's a shame. If anybody's listening to this, make sure you roast Eddie in the comments. Trust me, I considered it. I, tr- I considered keeping Cause, it. Because, like... I'll do that. You you be, be honest what people buy, bro. Like so, yeah. You, as you know, I have like three hundred pairs of sneakers. So I would go through. I'm actually doing it now. I I would put up a pair of Sockneys, for instance, that I got from a like they were like a collaboration shoe with a company in Louisiana. I wore them three times. Put them on eBay. I sold them for double what I bought them for, and wow. they were like eight years old. <laughs> I get it. There's somebody that wants anything. And everything. Right. So like my thing to you is to say if that, cause uh, on those effects, you have that jog wheel. Say if someone has one right at their home setup, cause they love it so much, but right. the jog wheel's broken, but that's your jog point. wheel that's works. That's a good point. Yeah. You know I mean, you could put it up there for like 35 bucks. Well, that's like when you're selling a car for parts. Yeah. Of how old yeah. it is. Yeah. 15, it's funny. I was watching it. Uh, I, I watch. I'm like avid uh, YouTuber watching, you know, certain things like you would watch a TV show. I watch these car things. This guy bought five Teslas to make one because you know, he was using five for parts cars. Oh, sure. Well, four of them for parts cars and to build the one. So it was like, and then he's trying to take the other parts to build, to put into like a regular car. It's crazy. Hmm. But so, yeah, so you can use them. You literally sell them as parts. So are they Sockonies or Sokonies? Sockony. That's Do we a, know this for a fact? Yeah. That's been rattling my brain ever since I bought my first. Remember we bought those pairs yeah. for like $10 <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, mall? Yeah, for the, for the flyers. Flyers, yeah. I think you you, you ticked yours. Like you I, wear them a lot. I wear them every flyers game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where I have like multiple pairs of shoes with orange in it. <laughs> so they're socking It's funny. Me and Eddie, uh, Eddie took me, uh, well, actually DJ Smooth set it up, but shout out to my buddy Smooth. He was supposed to be here today. Uh, but he's so busy now. It's hard to track. It's hard to lock that kid down. Busy it's not boy. Monday, you know? Yeah. But, um, uh, so Smooth set it up for my my birthday this year. We all went to a Flyers game. It was me, uh, Nine. It was a bunch of us. But me and Nine showed up in those Socrates and it wasn't <laughs> planned. People were like, do you plan this? I was like, no. Well, here, here's the thing with you owning way more sneakers than me. It's, it's like you know what sneakers that I own. Right. So if you go to a Flyers game, you're like, yo, Nine's definitely going to wear those orange well, ones. So I thought about that, but I was like, you know what? His are probably mad old. And like mine have been in the box and I haven't touched them since the last Flyers game we attended together. Did you really think about me wearing them or not before? Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely did. I definitely You're like, did. let's match. Yeah. I was like, I'm going wa- to match this guy. Today. I see four orange pair of sneakers behind you already. As I yeah, just, but as, as you know, well, so the new Flyers jersey I can wear anything with because they're starter. But I won't. So if I'm wearing a Reebok jersey, I won't wear a Nike shoe because it's a Reebok thing. Yeah, That's you're like, one of them. Yeah, so it's like the Adidas socks with Nikes. Like that drives me insane. You embedded that. You embedded that in my head. That's my thing too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm. You know, that's one thing I can give to the culture. You used to <laughs> you used to call me out years ago when Instagram stories came out. Yeah, yeah. I have like an Adidas shirt on. I'm coming from the gym and like, I have Nikes on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm one of those guys in the gym though. It's like I don't care what I wear when yeah. I go. Mm-hmm. Like, are you like going on sites and like buying like head to toe like Gymshark? And all that uh, I don't buy Gymshark, but um, I actually buy. So it's funny. I literally, I'll pay so much money for sneakers, but like when it comes to clothes, I literally, I'm this, I literally, I all my gym clothes are from Amazon. 
Right. Dude, I use, mine are all rags. Mine are all old college t- Rutgers yeah. t-shirts. I just cut the sleeves off. Yeah, shout out to Philly Gaines. Like, they give me so much uh, swag to wear at the gym. Yeah, that's uh, dope. So I do a lot of their promo videos and stuff like that. I want to mm-hmm. actually have John on the show uh, because what he's been doing is crazy. He started with a supplement company. Now he, uh, well, I mean, supplement store. Now he owns a supplement company and he owns a gym. Oh, with his dope. buddy Keith, yeah, so he has like all these things, and he made me kind of a brand ambassador for Alpha Flight Nutrition. Where, Sick. yeah, that's why you see me posting the pre workouts and all that kind of thing. They and cut then, you discount stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. So I have a discount code and that kind of thing. Cool. And then um, the one thing that so I do, I don't, you probably see me reshare it, but mm-hmm. I do a lot of their promos for like his sales that he's having. Yeah, people actually think it's funny when me and him interact. So we just keep having me on. It, it's going to be a part of that stuff, especially how much you're into the gym now. Yeah, which is crazy. Like for. People that have known Tucker forever, you know his transformation yeah. too, you know? And yeah. It's, it's funny. Now, it's, I remember the first time, the first time I was like not shy about taking my shirt off. And we, we were all at Vesper Day Club. It was me, you, Scooter. That uh, was a great day. Yeah. Sean was there. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have, was, a, we have a funny boomerang of us. It's like literally the people that you just named. Yeah. Frank Nitty. Uh, Hollywood's in it. Oh yeah, Nitty. I forgot yeah, he was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one bent down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll try to pull that yeah, up. Yeah, I think and like Craig that. Dash was in that photo. I yeah. see, I haven't seen Craig in ages. We, it's funny because you play at the same spots as everybody, but you don't see them anymore. Right. You know. Right. But um, so Nine made a comment that will stick with me for the rest of my life. He's like. I can I couldn't pay you to keep your shirt on now. No. We, we, so when I was fat, we would go to the beach or whatever. He's like, take your shirt. Off. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not trying to gross anybody out. And then and then now he's like, oh, you, I can't pay you to keep no, that. No, it's on. dope. Yeah, it's dope. And it, you know, it's funny, um, the confidence level that you get. You know, you talked about it for the longest time. Yeah, I you think know? you know, I think it took a couple of you know personal things that you know that obviously you know sure that pushed me to that point where yeah. i was like all right i need my my confidence back so that first thing i did was it's like, crazy how much of uh, how big of a part of your day it is now oh yeah day. yeah and i haven't funny. been since february i was <laughs> always the big one yeah <laughs> we and i changed changed roles <laughs> yeah, <he> swapped <laughs> um it's funny too like how you say that because like um i'm not fat by the way no he's definitely not <laughs> fat he's definitely not fat this, this kid's this guy has great genetics. So he'll work out for a week and he'll look better than me. Thanks, Dad. So yeah, his dad is literally like an incredible <laughs> Hulk. Uh, what is that guy's name? Rob. Rob. Was it Joe Frig? Ron Frigno? Joe Frigno? No. So I posted a photo of my dad for his birthday. It, it went like low key Facebook viral with like everyone that like follows me on Facebook. Yeah. Everyone thought he looked like um, Lou Frigno. No. 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 What, uh, oh my God! Everyone's probably people that have already commented on it. Be like, dude. Uh, uh triple triple h oh oh i could see that with his neck yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his neck yeah, like your, of yeah like your dad own. literally has to cut the shirts off his neck off his shirt just so his neck can fit he's he's been wearing v-neck since i was seven <laughs> that's where you get it from yeah now i was the v-neck king back in the day like deep v's too like he had to shave his chest hair for it <laughs> <laughs> i did that willingly though yeah no. it's funny it, that's also a funny thing how i don't think i've seen you wear a v-neck in six years no, I mean V-necks were kind of a thing of the past. So too. it was a good thing Ray came along. Facts threw all those yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's funny to see our styles change throughout the years. Well, Ray had a lot to do with that too, <laughs> which was like once I started moving in from my parents' house into Ray's. Yeah, 
I had all the plaid shirts that we yeah. all those button downs. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when I came in with my hangers of those plaid shirts, she Ray was like, absolutely, positively not. Yeah. <laughs> like, you are not wearing these in front of me. And of course, like, I put up a fight. I'm like, oh, but I like these. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, you know, as years pass, you're like, I'm really wearing plaid still. Like, yeah. nah. nah. <laughs> it's funny. It's I, I actually just bought a couple of flannel just because I don't, I like to layer things now. I'm a big layer now. Yeah. That, you know, it's, I think I get, it's, as I get older, I think I get hotter. If, like when I'm in the club, like DJing, so I'm like taking off layers. Like well, when you I get a t-shirt, like you have nothing else to take well, off. Well, I remember when you were wearing flannels when you had a belly on you. Oh yeah, to cover and it. And you yeah. always did the you pulled you did the you did the uh uh for lack of a better term, fat guy thing where you like always feel like you gotta pull it down. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. always adjusting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because you never like things baggy either. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you still like tight shit on you now. Yeah, yeah. It just looks better on you because you're physique. <laughs> yeah. But like even then you still did. You yeah, always yeah. like things form fitting. Yeah. But with a belly on you, you were just so uncomfortable. Yeah. So now you can layer because you have space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my logic at least, you know. I actually like that logic. Yeah. So guys, if you want to cover stuff, you know, make sure you layer. But if you need space, you can layer as well. <laughs> It's just it's 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 like this podcast. I can layer in sound effects of people clapping <laughs> and laughing along with us. Oh, dude, yeah, the things that are you're going to come up with down the road for these podcasts. Yeah, I, and it's funny because I, you know, I until I was on uh, shout out to the, the Loft podcast. Until I was on Kev's podcast, I don't think I've ever listened to one. Besides, like I've listened to the ones you've been on. Obviously, yeah. like I sh- I'm lying. So, like, if someone's on it. I'll support it and listen to it as much as I can, obviously. Because mm-hmm. like, that's one thing about this podcast. I want to make it visually interesting. Sure. That's why I want to keep this background. Um, you know, Maybe even change it up. If you guys want to see other parts of my sneakers, like I can put other ones up there. But I want to make it um, interesting for your ears as well. Because it's sure. on, um, this is going to be on Apple Podcasts. I'm working on getting it on Spotify. It's actually pretty tough to get it on these sites. Which is insane to me, but um, it's it's going to be it's going to be available on Apple Podcasts. And shout out to you, um, me, you, and Ray were on Facetime creating the logo for the show, and it's I think we did it in twenty minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, you had sent what you had been working on. Yeah, me and Ray looked at it. We're like, you know, uh, I mean, we were just like, let's. I I like to take control, like with me doing graphic design now, it's yeah. like a really big side job. Who got I, you your first Photoshop program? You did, I guess. <laughs> I didn't did, you? Yeah. did you? I actually didn't know that. I, for, I yeah. forgot about that. Thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot about I, that. Funny, I went to school right. for digital media production, and I don't do anything with it, which I could. Yeah. I just choose not to. And then Eddie, I show him a couple things in Photoshop. Now he's better than me. <laughs> I just... The pandemic really helped me take that yeah, shit off, did. man. Yep. And oh, I, oh my goodness, I'm, I couldn't be any more proud of you, man. Thanks, you kill, man. You're killing it with that. It's 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 literally another job. It's literally yeah. another full time job, which yeah. is great. It's it's growing. Shout out to everybody that like likes my shit and like, yeah, wants yeah. me to wants me to be a part of it for them and do it for them. But uh, was I say? Oh, so you sent me the logo, and I was like, let me just show you like how I would do it. Yeah, because you, you made the, you made the Tonka on Twitch one. Yes, well, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of my Actually, all my graphics for Twitch were made by you. You know what's funny? I'm not a big logo guy. I make flyers for a living. Right. You know, that's why I think all three of us collaborating on. Yeah, it well, really Ray's got. Oh my goodness, Ray is an incredible drawer. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. You know, she drew a great picture of me. I'll put it all if I can uh, on the YouTube version. I'll put it on the screen. You guys can see it. Yeah, I asked. I always ask her a million questions. Like, do you think I should keep this here? Yada yada yada. Like, I I value her opinion. Yeah. And when we were the three of us were together, it was just like we sh- luckily you could share a screen now. Yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 like you said, it took like eighteen to twenty minutes. It was cool. Yeah, it came out. Dope. It, it came out really cool. And yeah. then, um, it's funny. It's funny too. Like, um, I like I said, I went to school for all that stuff, and 
I even like I was staring at my screen making that crappy one for hours right. until it sparked, and I was like, "All right, this I want to do this," mm-hmm. and I just couldn't. I I don't know. It's like. It's when you do something for yourself, you're never satisfied. Right, of course. Yeah, I mean, you just want to get it over with. Just like when you, if you make a DJ mix. Oh you, yeah. That's when when do you ever? When yeah. do you ever play your last song? You're like, that was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah, don't yeah. know. People are gonna think it's dope, but you know, you're your worst, own worst critic. That was something. Um, so, uh, I played. I, I recorded a house mix because you one of you one of the tips that you gave me was because I I don't put any mixes out, which you know is probably that's definitely. You yeah, definitely, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually have a house mix coming out next week. It's a tech house mix, but nice. Yeah. So uh, I recorded it at Barstool when no one was there. Because so I took your advice when the no one there mm-hmm. record a mix. So yep. I recorded it. It's fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. Oh wow! On the button. Um. So it should be sixty minutes, but whatever. I'll put an intro on it. But it's <laughs> it's good. I listened to it. It's nice. Actually, really solid. And I I cut a little bit in it. So I think I'm going to try to get. Um, a couple like I want to try to get Scooter to get Fat Man Scoot to do like Tonka like whatever. I, mean, I want to try to get make an intro for this. That'd be super. Yeah, sick. I made one for Hector's um Do- the Dos Locos podcast. Oh, you did. I did that. I did the whole mixing of the songs and everything. Oh no shit! You want everything to be like you know loco like crazy. Yeah. So like I literally I'll I'll have to let you hear. You, yeah. You, you probably had you had to have heard it because I have listened to Hector's before. Yeah. Um, but that, how sick would that be if we can get Fat Man Scoot? That would be sick. Yo, 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 talking with talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. Probably down the road could work something out. Yeah, for sure. I know Scooter's <clears throat> not allergic to cats. Maybe I'll get him in here. <laughs> Realize how many friends you can't have over because you yeah, have cats. I, and that's so, um, as you know, like, and I'm pretty sure some of the people know, um, I, I'm a brand ambassador for Surfside. I mean, you're drinking out of a stateside vodka cup. Mm-hmm. Um, just water. Yeah, yeah, it's just water. Daddy didn't want to drink today. I have the makings of Tonka teas downstairs, um, obviously. But I was going to ask them if I can record at stateside. What of do you course. think about that? Yeah. I think... Um, it, make, it might make videoing it a little harder. Well, that's where you know the production value of your podcast will have to go up a little bit. Yeah, of, with lighting. And yeah. Everything. And you know the venue has its own lighting, too. Like You're in a very you know secluded room where lighting is very important yeah but these are things you'll get along the way but yeah Yeah, i think changing locations you know like you like you said earlier like you really don't watch podcasts yeah i watch them a lot like i have my favorites yeah so like i when you said you were doing this like i really wanted to help you regardless of just being your friend because like i've seen elements i could take elements of where i see other people's podcasts and be like there's no reason why you can't do this right it's so sick like Joe Rogan's is the bare minimum. Literally. It's the bare minimum, but Literally. they talk about such in-depth shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I actually, that I'm, I'm kind of glad that you bring Joe Rogan up because I, that, I, so I kind of lied because I listen to his when he has guests that I'm mm-hmm. intrigued about. So, same. On, yeah. But on YouTube. Yeah. So, that's why I wanted to put this, obviously, on YouTube as well. Um, what do you think about streaming it live? Like Nick Spadelli does his show. So there's and nothing there, leaving it up there. That'll be the podcast. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. What I have taken from that w- was um, the only time somebody's ever gone live and we've done a podcast is Nugget from Q102. Okay, when he does his, he goes live. It's kind of distracting because as you're talking, shooting the shit, you're looking to see if anybody's on. You're stopping what you're talking about, and somebody like me could be listening live and being like. 
Nugget, fix your collar, bro, because I'm just like trolling him. You yeah. Know? Okay. So now whatever they're talking about, Nugget looks over real quick to see who's talking, and, then he and I say something like that. He responds to it. Yeah. Well, so, so Nick Spinelli actually doesn't look at the chat. He does, which is fine. That's cool. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't look at a chat until we have nothing else to talk about. We I, just literally go through there and see if there's any. Or I, so I would yeah. have a segment where I'll be like, "Hey guys, throw up in the chat if you want us to talk about something, or do you have you have a topic that you want us to talk about?" I um, that can go that way, or. What Nick does, where if anything, the live aspect is for people who are listening to interact with each other, okay. and you don't even see it. It's just a way for people to engage within with themselves with with each other while listening to us. Okay, or okay. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. think I think in that regard, it might be a little bit more beneficial than like when you're being interactive with the live people. Imagine this podcast came out two months ago, and I wanted to watch the first episode. And you're sitting there talking about people that are on live when you've oh, seen it two yeah. months. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it kind of you're. If I'm in the car going down the Wildwood, you're like, and you're like, "Hey, this? you guys talking in the chat? Like, oh, look what Nugget just said, or yeah, whoever yeah. else. It's like, you who know? gives a shit? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't care. It's already done and over with. You know. <laughs> All right, maybe I won't do that. Maybe a special. Episode but no, live would be good for people to interact with each other while they're already on. But like don't Twitch. save it. Like, don't save the the video on YouTube. Um. Well, how does it work for Nick when he goes live? The, the, I think the chat still comes up in real time, right? When he no, posts it on YouTube? I think it does. I, uh, no, so I don't think you can see the chat after the fact. Oh. It's only when it's live. Okay, all right. Unless he has it displayed on the screen, which you can do. I think he does. Oh, he does. I could, I be, I could be wrong. But. I haven't watched Nick's in a while. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> um, I did. I only I watch it when he trains. Uh, he trail. He trolls Rain. <laughs> like right. When he right. does his trail. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Or is it Pioneer? He trolls one of them. I think it's Pioneer. Okay. Like that new Pioneer thing. He was trolling him. I was like, oh, God. I love, yeah. I love when he does stuff. Because like his Twitch channel is great. Oh, sure. Like uh, it was funny. When me and him, he would go on after me. And then I would raid him. That's what you would go into another So room. cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were trying to get something set up where, you know, he goes first and I go second because he, he his took off too. Yeah. And, you know, I, ne- I, guess, I guess I just went on at the wrong times. So like mine never really, you know, elevated. Um, but uh, Nick now with his, you know, great success mm-hmm. with that one TikTok video that went viral. He's yeah. been a success ever since, and Crazy, he man. he ran with it. Yeah, and uh, I ran into Nick. Uh, one about say like a month ago, he was playing at Tradesman's, which is if you guys aren't from Philly, it's a it's a local uh, bar establishment. And I, I ran into him. I was like, "Yo." I'm so happy for your success, man. It's awesome. crazy. Yeah. You just ran with it. And he's like, Tonka, you could do the same thing, man. You just keep posting. Yeah. One of your videos will go. Yep. And one of them did. Like, yeah. one of, like thank, thankful to you. I had this Phillies opportunity. And I put out a Phillies video. I'm going to talk about that too with you. Yeah, yeah. I have 67,000 views. Yeah, it's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. And that's on Instagram. I have so much better traction on Instagram. But I went to, I put the same video. Mm-hmm. Same, same everything. Yeah, literally on TikTok, and it's only got twenty five thousand. It all depends. It yeah. all depends how it hits. We yeah. don't. We can. We could say we know algorithms, but you don't. It's got to. It's got to show up on their people on yeah. the people's phones. It's, yeah. you know. However, it happens is how it happens for sure. Um. Uh. What the hell was I going to say about um the podcast? Oh, so I think you should still do the live thing, okay. so that people can interact with each other while you're speaking. Yeah, you know, I think it's cool to see who's listening together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they can shoot the shit with each other. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. All right. And it's your discretion if you want to post that live aspect. Yeah, I definitely have. Because um, like I, <clears throat> me and you were talking about this. It's crazy that we have these cameras today because we were talking about them last night. Yeah. Me and you have actually the same kind of story. 
I, guys, I ordered these cameras last night. <laughs> like, yeah, so cool. Last, last night, they were at my doorstep today, and Eddie ordered something yesterday. Yeah. There was Both of our stuff was meant to be here Thursday, and yep. then they were here at like 8 a.m. I was like, what the hell? I was like, guess def Christmas is definitely over. Returns are over. Everything's over. <clears throat> I got them so fast, and I'm really hoping the quality's great. I don't really know, um, but hopefully we'll see. But. Yours is for a really good cause and for prosperity yeah for sure and mine is just literally because i'm a nerd yeah um, which, which actually in turn uh all came about with talking with joey Katz. yeah because you guys were all playing pga yeah last night mm -hmm. and i'm playing on remote play on my laptop because you know i like ready to have the tv and i don't want to yeah, go yeah, away yeah. so i'm playing on my laptop and just lagging 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 i'm yeah. like oh this is too intricate for me to be on my laptop so um joey Katz dm'd me and was like did you ever play on your phone before? I'm like, oh, I kind of like the bigger screen on the laptop if I can't be on my TV. He's like, get this backbone, the thing, the, the backbone controller. You know, it's literally just a controller for your iPhone. Yeah, it makes it look like a Nintendo DS. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was like, ah, uh, do I want all that? And I'm thinking, I'm like, I could play this on my flights every weekend. I bought it immediately. I wonder <laughs> if you can get it for an iPad. I don't own an iPad. I know. Yeah, but that would be weird. I, see, the thing is, I was literally bringing, I started bringing. iPad mini. With me, um, with me, in air on airplanes every single weekend. I'm like, I want to be able to. When I first found out that I can literally play my PS4 from anywhere in the country, that's insane. I was like, the time I spent in hotel rooms, like I want something else to do. Like graphic design, all making the flyers and stuff, that all helps. Like with time consuming, yeah. But I'm like, what about my other downtime? Like. I always play PS. I ask Ray. I play yeah. all oh, I know. the time. He doesn't own the answer, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my god. And goodness. that's and it's funny you bring up downtime because that when you asked me in the beginning, like why I kind of wanted to start this is like everybody has their thing, you know. Everybody has um, like you have the graph design thing that keeps you busy. Yeah. Obviously, you know, downloading music, going to the gym, all these things oh are goodness, busy yeah. things to do. Um, but I I wanted something that I could do. Yeah. You know? So I was like, you know what? Wednesdays I don't do anything. So yeah, yeah, I'm recording on a Wednesday. So I was like, I'm gonna record. Depending on people's schedules, obviously that might change. Like, you know, if someone's in from out of town, I might record on a weekend. Yeah, or post it. Sure. Every Thursday, guys, talking with Tonka is gonna post every, every Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So tomorrow morning, I'll be up at nine o'clock editing this. But yeah. <laughs> actually, maybe even tonight. But so everybody has their thing. Mm -hmm. So I wanted this to be my thing because like. uh I, every morning, I don't know if you know this, but like I have creative time where I'm making my flyers for the week, right. you know, the weekend, my rundowns and stuff like that. They're not as great as yours, but they get He the doesn't want to pay me to make his flyers. No, I don't. Because <laughs> I know how to do it. It's, right. you know, I it's funny. It's funny because I've actually had like, you know, I only have two clients, but they only use me in the summer. And, you know, it's basic stuff. You right. know I mean? They just need like. You know, they don't need like full rundowns and everything. Oh, I need a flyer for this event I'm doing two weeks from now. Because yeah. they're not like big time. Dude. You have you have pretty much the corner of Philly, the, the Philly area on lock. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's molding pretty properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's not like I can pick up any of your guys. So, <laughs> but anyway. But that's the thing. If I get busy, yeah. you know, I could, you know. Throw me a, throw me yeah. a bone. But yeah. like, so this is my thing. This is one of my things. No, it's great. So for every day I have my nine to, you know, nine to 1130 is like my creative time. And. I, this is one of one of those things where I'm editing the videos and I'm you know putting out content and that thing. Now, if you saw my Instagram stories, not reels lately, is I've been creating different kinds of content because mm -hmm. Instagram is paying me to make reels now. Yeah. Um. You know, I haven't really been taking too much advantage of it because it's kind of depressing. Because like you'll post one video, get like 700 views. Yeah. I posted a stupid video 
of me and Vinyl. My, I have an all-black cat named Vinyl, if you guys, aren't, you guys don't know. But I'm holding him, and I'm using a voiceover. It's not even me speaking. It's like, you better yeah. fix my entire life, you little shit. Yeah. I got 13,000 views. Right. It's crazy. Less than 24 hours. Yeah. And like 400 likes. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? So I did the same exact video, same exact audio, but with Nike, mm-hmm. my other cat. And he only got a thousand views damn they don't like black and white cats right right what's up you guys don't like tuxedo cats (laughs) tuxedo cats yeah so it's like so it's like it's really um what is i'm trying to it's not depressing it's i'm trying to think of the word but uh no it's not degrading i'm trying i don't know it doesn't matter but it's like doesn't make me want to keep doing them yeah right so uh this is where nick spinelli comes back into it he's like it doesn't matter if he gets one view or 10 views post another one tomorrow Every day, post one until you can get to like two a day. Sure. Because like that is actually the prime thing is getting to two a day. Yeah. And before TikTok and, you know, Instagram reels go away, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Before the next thing. So say if <clears throat> Vine 2.0 comes out, you know, remember mm-hmm. Vine. So like so if the next thing comes out, you're going to be ready because you're going to have that following. You're going to have that traction. Right. And don't get me wrong. You know, making reels does get me noticed. Like I've gained so many followers since doing these reels and you know, being a part of doing all the Philly stuff and that kind of thing. But, yeah. um, someone reached out recently. I don't know if I told you this, uh, the game time, uh, wow. they're basically like a new bar. They're trying to be like a bar stool. Okay. So they look for, um, they look for influencers and content creators in certain areas. So they don't have a Philly one yet. Okay. So they found me. Oh, you did tell me this. Is, this what, is this what they were offering? To oh yeah. Do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, so the people that don't know the game time reached out to me, and they want me to go to the first playoff game for the Eagles and interview tailgaters. So Smooth is throwing a humongous tailgate for that. So I was like, oh. Wow, we all know Smoothie's yeah. tailgates. Yeah, if you yeah. are from Philly, you know Smooth's tailgates. Yeah. Um, There's no need to go into more detail. Yeah, yeah. so so basically I was like, listen, I have a friend that throws like the biggest tailgates in the city. I was like, I would love to do this. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, from the content you've been pushing out and like your personality, I think you would do really well. See, man. Yeah. And it's so that, you know, I, you know, I was complaining about I'm not getting any views, but someone's seeing it. Right. Of it's course. The right person saw it. Well, don't they say that about DJing too? Doesn't yeah. matter if there's two people in the room or 30, that ship or 300. Yeah. I mean, that ship sailed for me a long time yeah, ago yeah. with me giving a shit. If there's yeah. two people or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think that, you know, it's better than that, that I'm describing, but, but yeah, you don't know who's in the room. You don't know who's watching, yeah. who's listening. Yeah. So, you know, now I post a reel. I try to do a reel a day. It's very, it's hard to think of. Yeah, content. It's work. It's, it's work. a lot of work. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I've been doing a lot of research on how people do it and how it, they're recording multiple in a day. So they'll, so that's what I'm starting to do with like my creative time. It's Monday through Wednesday. Cause usually I work Thursdays and my whole schedule gets changed, but Monday through Wednesday, nine to 1130, I create content. That's all yeah. I do. So like now with this, this is going to help me be in this room more. Sure. And creating content. Like I yeah. have this whole desk space. I, I built this entire thing and I barely use it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Realize where, do you remember the complacency we had five, six years ago? We're like, oh yeah, we're working Friday, Saturday all month. We're good. You know, our calendar's filled because yep. we're working on the weekends. Monday through Thursday, we're at Cherry Hill Mall <laughs> eating <laughs> Eat a, a bistro. bistro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm eating, uh, Fucking what was it? Uh, chicken and shrimp pasta. Yeah, twelve thirty at, at going home. Passing. We had nothing else. To, yeah, we had nothing else to do. You know, right? And that's what. And that's what. Um. So now that I don't have a day job anymore, thank you. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get into we'll, that. We'll get into that. Quick. My my. <laughs> well, to be, uh, I will get into it. But no, you. I under. I I watched you on. Uh, 
DJ Kev from the Loft. Yeah. I listened to that podcast, and it makes total sense. Yeah. It, so. it for what you know the decisions that I make, and it's funny. You know, I'm not with I'm not with this my ex anymore, but she was real big into like. Um, like listening to the universe and like I thought I'm I'm not with my ex anymore. <laughs> my ex, yeah, I'm not with my. She, ex. It's not like she's ever going to listen to this. Yeah, but yeah, right, right. but my ex that you know my ex from two years ago. Sure, she was real big into like listening to the universe and like I was always thought I was a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, listening to your horoscope. I'm sorry, I didn't. You it's right out of water. He it's all some, good. What's the ginger crack? No, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't have a stomachache. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I was always thought it was a crock of shit, a crock of shit, and then she got me into like reading my horoscope and these things. Yeah. So after we broke up, doing lower reflecting, it's like maybe she had the, you know, something was right, what she was saying. So let me like start reading my horoscope. And I started reading my horoscopes and like only when it would come up my feed, I wouldn't go looking for it. Yeah. So I followed the accounts and then if it came up, oh, this month with Scorpios, and I would read it. I was like, holy shit, this is like what's happening in my life right now. Right. So I started doing that and listening to the universe and like doing all these things and nothing but positive things have been happening. It's crazy. So it's like, I don't know if it's, you know, the way I think now or anything, but if you haven't done so, like it, if you're feeling down one day, just, just scroll through and see if, see if your horoscope comes up because it, it really shines light on certain things. Because one of them was like, no bullshit. Right after I finished doing this room, because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to go in that room. And it's so stale because I only had this table, my DJ set up, my right. Twitch cameras everywhere, my lighting everywhere. So I was like, I'm not doing Twitch anymore. I don't feel like going in that room. So I had to reinvent my creative space. So one of the horoscopes, bro, next day after I completed this room, it's going to say, it said, literally said something about um, having a somewhere for your creative time or along those lines. No I shit. Like, I was like, holy shit, dude. I, I literally just redid this room. Wow. Yeah. And and now then I started coming in here. I put the screen in here and I started working on things. And I, I forget what I was working on. And we you were fa- we were FaceTiming doing something else. Mm-hmm. It's funny, me and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard, that's a real that's pause. A hard, that's a hard pause. But it's it, yeah. I'm sorry. It's man. just like it was a thing. Just me. I mean, we could pause. It. I can get used to more. That's water. like me. With, that, no, no. That's like uh, me DJing and like feeling. I should have brought up the gown some... and just kept repouring. <laughs> uh, I did offer him a talk of tea. He doesn't want. To nah, I'm trying to do the dry January, which, but Sundays, which turned into just maybe just Sundays. Each so Sunday. I tried doing that too. I said, because I have a big stateside party coming up uh, January 20th. It's all like pump pock, but punk pop. Punk pop. Pump, pump, pop, punk. <laughs> wow, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> You're actually doing pretty good today. We usually make fun of Eric for how he yeah. speaks sometimes. Yeah, I know. What it's do like we my, say? Your your brain is not is not translating. Like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Same, though. Same. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I was trying not to drink till the 20th of January. Yeah. And then. I've turned down shots all weekend. Christian was in from out of town. He offered me yeah. a shot. I'm like, nah, man, nah, nah, I'm good. And uh, shout out to my friend Bella. She bought five green tea shots. The fifth one was for me. And she knew I wasn't drinking. And I was like trying to give it to people. No one wanted it. And what was that beeping? Did the camera turn off? Uh, yeah. Yep, camera turned off. That's great. Damn, is it out of battery? Oh, uh, maybe. Should we pause? You want to do one one camera shot now? We'll just pause. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, we're now we're back from we're, commercial. We're good. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I said, it's the pilot working the kinks out. Yeah, man. so uh, one of my cameras died. 
<laughs> Did both of them though? No, yeah. the, this one, uh, your camera was fine. Yeah. Um, but you know, some people want to look at my beautiful face. <laughs> yeah. When you take them out of the box, you get like what? 40% <laughs> yeah, battery yeah, yeah. or half. So. Uh, that was, that was my bad. I, I, you know, you weren't here for another hour when I unboxed them. So that was my fault. I probably could have charged them, but, oh, gee. um, Eddie's got water now. <laughs> yeah, we've, had time, we've had time for me to replenish. I'm yeah. actually doing well without the with the cats right now. Yeah, you clean properly. We're yeah, good. I love good. that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> where do we leave off? Uh, you were talking about uh, the green tea shots and oh yeah. So shout out to my friend Bella. Yeah. Um, she gave me the fifth shot, and I was like, all right. No one wanted it around me. I should yeah. literally try giving it away, and no one wanted it. I was like, is one shot gonna hurt me? And just threw it back. And then it was like, <laughs> I was like, I got the itch. I was like, they have Tonka teas here. <laughs> and then I asked my bartender friend, John, I was like, is it dry January if I had a shot? And he's like, nah, you ruined it. And I was like, well, right now, yeah, it's time, gone. time for a Tonka tea. <laughs> Did you ever do a dry month, though, where you didn't drink at all for a significant amount of time? Like with DJing and being out and about. I didn't start drinking until late later in life. So right. like I had years where I didn't drink but at all. But after you started drinking no, I don't, as a business. <laughs> as a hobby. No, I to be honest, I you know, I've gone full shifts without drinking. Right. Like, I've gone weeks without drinking. Yeah, I've done you know? those like sweet sixteen. <laughs> Actually, not all. No, no, because I I remember you know I came out to a gig and it wasn't even January yet, and you were like, I don't feel like drinking. Yeah. yeah. So we we have those nights. We just don't feel like it, of course. But I mean, I'm talking going a whole weekend to two weekends to three weekends to a whole month where you're just not drinking at all. I've never done it. Yeah. Which is crazy with DJing since I was 21. The only time I went consecutively with consecutively without drinking was when I had COVID. Like literally, I had COVID. Um, and this was when things were open because I got it. I caught COVID late. Yeah. When like by 2021, things were opening up again. And literally I went 14 days without drinking on that 14th day or 15th day. I went out, I went out and drank, but those 14 days I lost 22 pounds. That's crazy. And I mean, I know it's from like a weird diet from like losing your taste and smell and all that, you know, but I did eat, I had an appetite, but I didn't drink at all. I lost so much. So weight. there's so many studies that go into like, cause that's why I, one of the reasons why I was trying to, cause I, I, I started my, cause I, I always cut for summer. Like I always like come off my keto diet and like eat whatever the hell I want for like months. Yeah. And then I go off and then I try to cut for summer, but I used to do it in like March. Right. Which is like way too late. So like this year I was starting in January. So the first two weeks are crucial yeah. with, with any diet change. Because your like alcohol literally slows down your fat burning process. It literally slows your metabolism. Does so many things negative to your body. Right, right. And especially with me drinking like this, it's not it's not sugary, but not really sugary. But um, so I was like, oh, you know what? My stateside party is January twentieth. That's almost that's a little over two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to do it. I made it eight days. Yeah, same. So did I. That <laughs> Sunday. No, I. It, it was the first time I actually sat with Ray, and I'm like, are we going to do this dry January? Because like, I really want to do it. And it was after New Year's. We were in Marquee in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, doing the show with Pauly. Yeah. And as soon as we got home, we're like, boom, we're doing it. I'm like, okay, cool. But then Sunday came around. Of course, like you're at the live, you're at live casino. Yeah. I'm at Xfinity for yeah. every Eagles home game. So I couldn't be inside Xfinity and not drink. It's, yeah, it's I, hard. Ray was all about not drinking. She was with it. I'm like... I wanted to just drink. Let's just do it once a week. And that was just my way of being like, I can't be in this building 
and not it's have hard some to be drinks. In that building, man. And with the with the Eagles playoffs this whole January, I'm like, can is it okay if I just make it Sundays? Yeah. And whether whoever said yes or not, I'm like once a weekend because that's still a big come up for me. Oh, for all and of us, three four nights a week having drinks or whatever. So. Yeah, and it's um, I can't believe I made it eight days. But <laughs> I made it eight days. <laughs> eight days, damn it! And it's funny that you know, it's because remember I, I was off Friday and I was like, yeah, I didn't want to go out because I didn't want to drink because mm-hmm. like it's hard. As soon as you walk into a club, we know all these bartenders, sure. these managers. Yeah, let's do a shot. I'm like, no, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say no? <laughs> I know. And that was me on Saturday. Yeah. I came home from Vegas. Uh, did one show out there on Friday. Didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, came back Saturday. And yeah, I, you guys posted videos <clears throat> of doing shots of Red Bull. Red Bull, yeah. So I told Ray, I was like, you know, if us, if we're gonna go out, like, so I had an agenda. I had to get paid from a few places, yeah. and I was like, I'll just come in and, and see you guys. So we stopped at one place. It was Pace and Blossom. Yeah, shout and, to David Mai. He's gonna be on the show. Yeah, shout out to David. I mean, I love we love Pace and Blossom. Yeah, you know, their Wednesdays are fun. But we were there on Saturday, and it was like such a weird of course like everybody will say this and attest to it but it's such a weird dynamic being out with like especially this place predominantly college kids and not having a sip of anything yep. to like feel included in the party yep so luckily we had another place to go to which was noto yep. um i did their thursday and i kind of just walked out they wanted to pay me that night yada yada i was like oh, i'll see you guys down the road yeah we wanted to go somewhere i think yeah. we got to oregon stakes or something uh-huh so we went to Noto, and of course, like that was kind of easy because, like, you know, Noto is like more of like a concert style venue. Like, but we know the bartenders. Yeah. So shout out to Lindsay Lush and yeah. uh, Dean Renner was bartending. Mm-hmm. So of course, as soon as we go and hug them, they're like, "What do you guys need? You guys yeah. want your Tito's and Club, Ray? You want your Hennessy and Red Bull?" We're like, "No, no, 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 yeah. no, no." So I, that's <laughs> that's what to, to to speaking to my point. I walk into the first thing like Sunday. Mm-hmm. I wasn't drinking all day. Didn't drink all day. I had the guy like three Red Bulls, just so I was. Had something in a ha- my hand, right? You know what I mean? Because that's you know I think that has something to do with it too. Everybody else has something in their hand. If you have something in your hand, you probably get through it. Sure. Um, but I was also drinking a ton of water. Yeah, <laughs> like I was peeing every ten seconds. <laughs> um, felt like my uncle where he used to take us, me and my cousin golfing. He was, had every other hole. He had to take a pee. <laughs> but um, so as soon as I walk in, shout out to John again. I walk in. He has the Tonga tea already poured. Yep. I was like, I'm not drinking. But. We went and got wings last Wednesday. Yeah, which was what four days in. Yep, three days, three days, three days, yeah. three days in. Yeah, three or four, and literally like we Ray and I walked in first. We get mm-hmm. wings at what McGillicuddy's. Yep, uh, everyone most Wednesdays. Yeah, and a rush. Yeah, literally before you showed up, got the taco tea out. Yeah, ready, sat, sat it down right at the table before you walked in. Yeah. And it's just I, Ray and I didn't have the heart to be like, oh, he's not drinking tonight, you know. It's yeah, just, yeah, It was one of those like weird, awkward things. Is why wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah we yeah. always did. Yeah, yeah. So it's been super strange. Thankfully, Grizz was there. She drank. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, Grizz said, "Screw your dry yeah, January. Yeah, right. <laughs> Turn up." Yeah, right. But. So I, that's actually um, we're gonna go there tonight. I'm gonna treat you to some wings for being my first guest, <laughs> and uh, I will be drinking tonight. I will have a, a tonka tea tonight. But it's funny. It's funny these things that. You know, society like talks about like the dry Januarys and stuff, yeah. and it makes you want to try it. Yeah, you know? and it sh- it definitely shows like willpower and stuff like that. And that's which I have none. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like it's 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 really hard. It's really hard. I mean, I've I've even grown a big step by just not even drinking Friday and Saturday last last weekend. Yeah, with you know, me too. I was in Vegas. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, it's a little different being out there so often. You yeah. know. 
certain nights. I mean, even touring with Paulie every weekend, it's like when we're in Milwaukee going to Dallas, Texas the next day, why are we going to drink? Yeah. You know, we got to wake up early and do all that. So like I've had some willpower, which is not drinking at all. And I've been drinking less touring with Pauly, mm-hmm. uh, Pauly D from Jersey yeah, Shore yeah. for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. It's easy to not drink anymore now with like being at his shows. Cause we have to yeah. get up so early. It's not like drinking at a gig around here, Ubering home yeah. and waking up whenever you feel like it. Right. So like that's, I, I don't give myself enough credit for that type of shit, mm-hmm. but when you're home, dude. It's so bad. for the people that don't know you, uh, which I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this, might. At this, yeah, right now maybe perhaps most, the yeah. Majority. So describe the Pauly thing. Um, it, it's it's cool. Um, yeah. I've known him for. I'll try to make a long. I've talked about it in other podcasts, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. that you've heard. But I've known him for a better part of a little over a decade. Yeah. And anytime he was around, we had like mutual like DJ friends. Obviously, when he was just DJing on Rhode Island. Um, before the show. Mm-hmm. And then once he started touring and coming into Philly, I was like, I want to go meet him. I'm going to go say what's up. Yeah. And he was at the Roxy, which was Roar at the time. Wow. Me and Scooter went. It was actually Scooter's idea. Um, uh, Paulie's um, uh, tour tech, which is what I do now. This guy, uh, His name was Biggie. Uh, he was like Paulie's best friend at the time or you know what have you. Was like, yo, come, we're playing at the pool in Harris right after this. Like, j- follow us down down the turnpike we're like all right cool and then we hung out a little bit and ever since then i just kind of kept in contact with him yeah. you know and he's such a nice guy like he could brush me you know he don't know me other than just mutual dj mutual yeah. friends and stuff mm-hmm. so anytime i had like an off night or whatever and like he was playing at the pool which is like pretty much the most um close to home place he played yeah, at facts. i would go in and hang out you know yeah go up to his room post gig i'll hang out and like shoot the shit then yeah and then over time you know when danny rocks at the time when just he wanted to quit doing the tour tech stuff. And tour tech meaning you're setting up Paulie's laptop, setting up everything for him before he goes on in DJs. Yeah. Um, that's what I do for Paulie. I get to play a little bit too. Yeah. You're pretty much like an opening DJ that takes care of all his things so to where when he comes on to DJ, everything is ready to go for him so that yeah. he doesn't have to worry about right. it. Um, Danny kind of gave that up and went on to other things uh, back in last March. Yeah, so they called me. Long. Yeah, it's been March already uh, since last March. So he was like, yo, the the gig is yours. Like, we want you to be, we want you to be the next guy. Love that for you. You know, because they, nobody wants to work with strangers. Like, Paulie works in a very tight-knit group. I've noticed that. Yeah. So, but who wouldn't want it that way? It's, you know, it's like, yeah. why would I not have you do the job instead of having somebody that. Yeah, we have, we're, we're, I'm doing something for you now. It's important yeah, social. Right, so. right. So it just works. It worked out great. And of course, like for me, I had to kind of cut down everything yeah get rid of all my philly stuff on the weekends but it was time i think it was you know i can still come home and do the gigs i want yeah because you I, I feel like you um even after being away like I, that so i dj'd on a cruise ship randomly when i was on a cruise mm-hmm. years ago and they tried to get me to go on and i was mm-hmm. like i was so worried about coming back you know after like three weeks and people will be like who's talking scary right yeah no so you i don't i don't feel like because you had the radio show and <clears throat> You live here, so yeah. like people see you out and about. I feel like you're still in the scene. That was always a scary. Th- that I'm telling you, that really racked my brain when. Oh, I remember when it came down to it. I remember what you're talking about because I know how much he is on the road now. Everyone thinks when like we, are, I always say tour, tour because we do. We tour the country. Yeah. You know, oh, in Canada, we go down to the islands during spring break and all mm-hmm. that shit. So it is a tour, but people think it's like set up like a Drake tour nah, or like a comedi- yeah. comedian tour where they'll do 10 months and then be off for a little bit. It's just a word, y'all. It, yeah, it's literally just a word you use, but for traveling. 
but he gets booked like we do as DJs. Yeah. It's all based on availability. Yeah, what's great about him though, I feel like he his schedule, you know, it like three months in advance. Yeah, yeah. People need to book if when when cities want him, they have to look and see when's the next best availability to have him. Yeah. And they book that. So like we have things I see for like next September. You wow. know. Um so you're gonna, maybe you're not gonna, that far in advance, yeah, yeah. but they need to get on it soon, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where some of the weekends are weird where it's not like we're going from Connecticut to New York and end in Atlantic City. Yeah. Fact. It's like I said, it's based on availability to where, dude, there's some weekends we go from LA to Toronto to Dallas. <laughs> if you see that on a map, it's absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. But as long as you get there on time, you're doing yeah. it, you know? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I always forget where Eddie is. <laughs> so I look. I have to look at his. Uh, I go to his text thread. If it says notification silence, I know he's sleeping because he's across the country. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, it's funny. The long running joke now at this point on the weekends is like, "Yo, what state are you in right now?" Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Where are you flying to, bud? <laughs> yeah. And I just text him safe travels now because I just figured he's going. Somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, let's. So now that we talked about the Pauly thing, let's get into the Phillies thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let me start that off for you, okay? Because when when the Phillies thing came about, it was about the it was like mid February, which is obviously like a month and a half before the yeah. season starts. Right. What's spring training? March. Yeah. Yeah. March. So okay, yeah. so it was re- relatively soon with the season starting. Well, end of March, beginning of April. Yeah, I yeah. got the I got a random email, which I've said in other podcasts too, that I thought maybe it was like for like the Phillies dot com for like their merch store and things yeah, like yeah. that. But I read the the um, the subject. I'm like, holy shit! It's about it says DJ on it. And when I read it, it's like, you know, we're looking for an in-stadium DJ, this and that. I'm like, okay, let me respond to this. So I set up a meeting immediately. And to try to make a long story short so it's not so dragged out, I was like, I can't, I don't think I could do this. Yeah, I remember we had the combos. Because home games are 81 games oh, out of wow. the 162. Yeah. And I'm like, these home stands are like 10-game stretches, you mm-hmm. know? So sometimes, what, Tuesday to Sunday? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, again, thinking about the poly thing, it's like – um. Well, first the poly came after, but think about the Phillies. I'm like, they play seven o'clock on a Friday, Saturday night. We know this now that games end at least at ten thirty at night, minimum. And club gigs and stuff on in Philly, most of our events are ten to two. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'd have to give all this up. Yeah, for the Phillies, like it was a huge commitment. So I, of course, I told them yes. <laughs> yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, didn't, I, di- I didn't want to lose it. You know yeah, what I mean? Facts. Yeah. Um, Talk too close to the mic. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't want to lose it. So um, I went into it knowing that there was going to be another. Um, so after that meeting, it was just kind of like face to face to like meet them and stuff. It was the people that work for Fanavision, right? Which is everything, as you know, that is just everything that gets put up on that scoreboard, like the video stuff. Yeah. How else would you describe it, right? Yeah, pretty much anybody, any in game sound and video that you hear and see is uh, this division company. of Phillies called Fanavision. Yes. So I left. I came home. I probably called you immediately. Yeah. I think I talked to you immediately. <laughs> yeah. I think you called me on the way when you yeah. were leaving, walking to the car. <laughs> yeah. So um, a day later mm-hmm. is when Danny Rocks, that works for Paulie, called me. Yeah. And Paulie's tour manager literally all called me. I woke up to like two FaceTimes and, a, and two missed calls. And it was both from Paulie's camp, you know, his yeah. tour manager and his tour tech. And I know them obviously very well. So I'm like, something's going on. I feel like, you know, yeah. like, no, for the, okay. So going back so the past couple of months for like a year, I was probably doing poly shows, maybe like two or three a month. Yeah. I remember Danny wanted some time off and yeah. like, of course I dropped everything for him and <laughs> like see yeah. the guys and stuff. Um, 
But then they both were like, you know, the gig is yours. Like you're on, like, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, I want to do it. Yeah. You know, hung up the phone, sweat. Yeah, I remember now, you texted me, bro. That was all it said. Yeah, and I, was, I called him immediately. When he texted me, just one word, bro. I yeah. call him right <laughs> right away. In the course of those two opportunities, it's like, okay, now I have the Phillies thing, which is super aggressive and yeah. awesome at the same time because they never had Phillies never had a DJ before. No, so this is all brand new to them and to us. Mm-hmm. And then having the poly thing, so I'm like, let me go back to the Phillies and try to figure this out because I want to keep the poly thing. Yeah. Then laying my head down, talking to Ray, I'm like, how do I balance this and still kind of keep dj nine name in philadelphia and doing my own gigs yeah it's kind of gone now yeah how do i go about that i didn't want to take vacations because i was afraid of losing same you know the out of sight out of mind is scary i'm taking vacations since covid facts i've been trying to get him to go away with me on vacation since i met him pause but like something fun yeah but no, uh, so I went back to the Phillies, and they had me do like this whole tryout thing. I remember, remember? And yeah. I had to bring, I brought my turntables up into the section where the DJ booth was going to be, and he's like, "All right, give us fifteen minutes," as if forty six thousand people were here. I was like, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> I was ill prepared, but I, I did my thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What are they going to say? You know, yeah, they don't know what the hell. Um, at the time, they didn't. Um, so I told them, "I'm like, can I please develop a team of people?" I was like, but they they were really apprehensive about that because they were like, we've seen your social media. I talked to one of the girls' names was Deanna, who we were in contact with. I was in contact with at the time. And she had told me, she was like, I tried to reach out to a DJ Tonka out of Philly. And I played it super light and was like, oh, did you? I didn't say like, yo, that's one of my best friends. You know, I didn't say anything like that. And she was like, but I emailed a DJ Tonka from Germany. (laughs) And we know who this DJ Tonka yeah, is. Because she showed you, me the email that he wrote back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's not going to do it? He's not going to fly in from Germany? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, it's, it's funny. Uh, I don't know what I would have done if I was that, that email would have came through. You would have you would have done it all yourself. I no, I see, I see, now after doing it one season with you, I don't think I could have. Right, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like you're there nine hours. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's like, Oh, you're there for four hours? No. A breakdown is, say a game starts at 7.05, which yeah. is predominantly how many, yeah. the, the time of the games. You have to be there at 3.30. Yep. Clocked in. You're, yep. you're a full-blown employee. you got to clock in, you clock out. Yep. There's Batting. no drinking, you know, nope. none of that. You <laughs> no, know, you're a full-blown that, employee. Definitely no drinking. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you stepped on that toe. I stepped on that toe during that LCS, but um, <laughs> it was an exciting moment. Yeah. But yeah, like you would play from four to five for the Phillies batting practice, and then you would have a half-hour break, which doesn't exist anymore. We yeah. used to have a half-hour break. We don't have half-hour breaks anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we play – 40 minutes before the game starts when people are walking in. Yeah, people get into their seats. Yeah, and then yeah. a minute and a half between each inning now. Yeah. So it's actually a full-blown job. It's a Yeah, So absolutely. I, I can't imagine doing that by myself. Right, every single game and like trying to change it up, you yeah. know, things like that. It's So when I talked to them, I was like, you know, can I please develop a team? And like I'm thinking to myself, like, I want guys that are obviously well-rounded. Obviously, I want to be connected with them as like a friendship too. Yeah. And and that, I remember you caught slack for that from people. From doing what? So, so right. you're, you basically just made a team of your friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, nine's all. Yeah, yeah you don't have to mention any names, but yeah, I remember you right, caught some right. slack from them. I mean, it, it, it's fine. It's just, uh, it, is what, it is what it is. <laughs> but um, uh, I knew immediately you, I was going to call you. Um, but I like, was the last to be added. You were the last to be added. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there was other names that were in there. Like let's say like a Holly, like Hollywood, I already had in the back of my brain, yeah. but they already knew who Hollywood was for working for the Flyers yeah, and yeah, like yeah. 
Hollywood works in production for other things that happen outside mm-hmm. the in that sports complex area. So it was kind of easy to develop it. And the fact, that, but the the point of the story is they allowed me to have this many people. Yeah, yeah. So sure. there's four of there was five of us total. Me, yeah. you, Scooter, Smooth, and Hollywood. And Hollywood. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, it's absolutely it's, perfect. You literally you molded a team. That everybody has their niche. Yeah. Not saying there could be other guys that can do just oh, as good of a job. Uh, of course. Yeah. You literally, you thankfully are friends with people that are well-rounded mm-hmm. DJs and they all have their styles of playing. So we all sound different. There's DJs out there, like shout out to Weiss and everybody. Their job too is to book other book DJs at their at the venues that they have the control to book DJs. Yeah. I've never had that ability to before. I was always considered the guest DJ yeah, that worked in all these venues. So this yeah. was all brand new to me. So for them to allow me to do that, I'm like, thank, thank. Luckily, it let me still be able to do Philly gigs, the Pauly stuff, and everyone can have the opportunity to play for you know play the games. Yes, yeah, for sure. So I just told them, I'm like, I will, I will do everything I need to do. Like they're like, oh well, will they be the same caliper as you? I'm like, it's not about like who the best club DJ is, and we really kind of found that out yeah. by doing the games. That like, of course, you need to know how to freaking mix. Yeah. I don't want to downplay the you know being the official DJs for the Phillies, but like watch that word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. We'll tell that story. after. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, in closing, it just, it just worked out. And, uh, yeah, it, not that they, like what he was getting on, not to downplay, but you, you have to know how to play, like read the room. There's never a point where you need to show off like a turntable list. Like right. you're up on the screen and you get well, this, season, you get maybe you get five minutes to <laughs> yeah. be like, all right, now we got DJ Nine for your. It's not like a halftime show, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I think maybe this season what they're talking about, we might have some more of a show to put on. Well, what's cool about what we're doing too is the fact that since this this was our first season, they went to the freaking World Series. Yeah. So with Fanavision and their hard work, like that whole team, we hear them in the headset, they bust their ass. ass yep. Dude. Oh my god. We put on a hell of a show. Yeah. And I think we we only added one aspect to sure. what they do day by day. Do you think they would have had us had they not gone to the playoffs? Like we were supposed, so the players, okay. So the players wanted us, right? The reason why we're there is because the players were getting so tired the, of the, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. The players were getting so tired of Spotify during batting practice that there was a, there was a point where they were throwing balls up to the press box where Fanavision is like their, their headquarters, essentially yeah. their office and getting them to change the music. They couldn't. They couldn't stand it anymore. So that helped them. Not saying that we were a big change for their. They were listening to music they wanted to listen to on the yeah. field. And then in turn, Howard, whatever people really started liking in between inning. I'm trying not to lowball. I'm sound like I'm lowballing our our fucking job. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that case. It wasn't the case at all. Um, but the ED, the the EDM drops in between innings was super dope. Yeah, that, the fun you know, poppy stuff that we play for visitors and. Yeah, there was a really big different element that we brought and it's you're not downplaying because you, you know we have to be able to read the room we have a producer that gives us a, gives us a he gives us a um a, a guy like a guide he doesn't tell us the songs to play or anything but mm-hmm. that's up to us to bring the energy back into the stadium so yeah um during the nlcs with uh, the nlds i'm sorry we would have games where we're getting rocked you know yeah. and then we he was like well the energy's out of here talking just have fun yep so i started having <laughs> fun you know doing my little st- I, I sometimes i'm playing like two to three songs and that because we had two minute breaks for the for people who don't know our our breaks were extended almost double so 
we could have a little bit of a fun time. Yeah, the nationally broadcast the games. The, obviously, the commercials in between innings are much longer. Much longer. For, yeah. You know, so we had more time to shine, I guess you could say. So like he's like talking, just have fun, get these people singing, you know. So yeah. Like, um, I remember, t- uh, never forget. Uh, so I had to go to the NLCS game because me and I booked it. Uh, if they won, they were going to the World Series. So we like um, I played the after party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to be there, and I was like his backup in case he needed to go to the bathroom, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget he played the YMCA. I was like, wow, I never thought about playing this, and it people went off. Dude, forty six thousand people doing the YMCA was, it was probably the crazy. coolest thing. I have a video of it. So my <laughs> my highest. So going back to the IG reels and like yeah. the traction it got, my quick clips of the um, what was that the NL. That was the NLCS. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that game, if they won, they were going to the World Series. Yeah. Is that what, was that the one? Yeah. 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 Me, it was the, the game that I was your assistant. I was there. So the beginning of uh, the beginning of the first pitch, we uh, Fox Fox and Phillies wanted us to do Zombie Nation. Yeah. So that's where they do the Red October with the with the with towels. The towels yeah. So if you look at my Instagram reel, like that's the first video that Eric took all these videos for yeah. me. Um, and then doing the YMCA, seeing 46, I mean, not saying everyone did it, but like, it looked like it, it. looked like <laughs> it, it. looked yeah. like the stadium was doing the wave. <laughs> it was the coolest experience. And, 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 you know, um, it's funny that we are talking about this now because, uh, when I said earlier in the podcast that I don't have a day job anymore is cause I thanked DJ nine for that. Cause he called me and asked me, Hey, do you want to be part of this Phillies thing? I literally was like, bro. This Phillies thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's literally how you worded it. Right, and then right. I was like, I literally just put my two weeks in at my job. So, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and the, the joke between our friend group now is like, I'm all, I'm like, I'm just so, like, was it, uh, what did you say? Uh, it's like, I'll just drop everything just to DJ for the Phillies. Oh, yeah. You're, and like, I'm not, you know, you're, if anybody had to not do a game, like, oh, Tonka will do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was so, it was looking back, it was so freaking cool to do that. That, like, the fact that they never had a DJ and yeah. now, you know, for us to be doing it, it's just, it's super cool. And, like, the recognition. Yeah. It makes you feel yeah. so good, man. I'll, I'll never forget. We, I think it was the NLDS game where we won and we needed to win one more. I think you were doing the game next game. We didn't have assistance. That was just me by myself. I actually think Hollywood might have. Might have been there, just hanging out. But yeah, uh, Mark, who's our director, come. He's like the director of the whole entire shebang. He yeah. came out, and he's like Tonka. He's like, I just told the whole staff, there's no one happier to be here than you. <laughs> and he hugged me, and I oh, was like, awesome. Mark doesn't do that. So I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, you're right. I was like, I've been a Phillies fan my whole life, and me and you would go to Phillies games all the time, right? And it's just a crazy experience to now be a part of the organization. Yeah, they win so the World much. Series, we get a ring. Right, right. I would have a ring on right now. <laughs> so I know. let's uh, run it back. <laughs> I know. So so unbelievable, man. It was I didn't know what to I was so scared of that gig that I had Tonka come to my first one. Yeah. Because because me and Hollywood did the first couple games. Yeah, my my availability was so low then with touring with Paulie that um I couldn't make any of the weekend games and stuff. And I tried to make the schedule to where we could all work the same right. amount of games. There was no favorite favoritism or anything right. like that. Which, which was great. Yeah, which was good. But uh, I was uh, I was so – I didn't know what to expect with those games. It was like – Me either. Yeah. I, I kind of did, but like musically, it's like, oh, I've been to sports games. I know what music gets played. You know what I mean? And so that's why they brought us in because they didn't want that. Yeah, right. Exactly. They wanted a live person aspect where – they can literally at the drop of a hat hear a song they never heard, but the half the crowd knows right. It. So when I started posting on TikTok 
my Philly stuff. That's where I got all my followers from. Yeah, all my Philly the ring stuff. Ring the bell. Yeah, my the one. Uh, yeah, when we went to the World Series and we, pl- I played the. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name anymore of the song. Um, I'm on a corner. Why oh yeah, you? what's this? That, who sings it? What's the guy's name? Oh my goodness! Shit. It was in our heads for how long now? But anyways, we all know the song. I got two hundred and like forty five thousand views or something like that. But on the comments, it's just. They think we're the DJ for the Walt Phillies walk-up music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, DJ, come on, man. You got to change Bryce Harper's walk-up that's song. One thi- that's one thing we uh, <laughs> we will we will put out there that we do not play the walk-up songs. We play the music before that. Yeah, we're not responsible for those We at all. We can't change walk-up songs. I did one thing for them. Um, Nick Castellanos wanted a certain song, and they didn't have it. I gave it to them, and I showed them where to cue it. Yeah. And he didn't want it cued there. Right. And he let them know it. Right. I literally... Because Don, it's a Don Omar song. Uh, I forget the exact name of it, but um, it's a Don Omar song. The beginning of the song is whack. It's just literally <laughs> like you know, like a horn or something. It's so stupid. Yeah. He wanted it to start there because he wanted to walk out, and then when he gets to the plate, Don Omar would start singing. Right. Uh, well, he let them know that. <laughs> I had it queued up the wrong spot. So, sorry, Castellanos, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not listening to this. Um, it's so it's that's and that's also another thing like the fanatic would want music we would get to play it it's mm-hmm. such a cool experience man yeah it it was just the little things of um when you play the first song when that when um uh when dan baker says and now you're 2022 philadelphia phillies playing oh dude playing this playing the hype up song for when they go to first take the field yeah and if you look at fanavision if you're literally looking at the big the big screen um you they they the camera guy pretty much coasts down the dugout yeah. to watch them all getting ready and to see them like go nuts because they hear the song that you're playing yeah. and the hype of it and they're bobbing their heads, they're dancing and then they walk out. It's like you, you molding that and making that is just really makes it all freaking it's work. Fun. It, it's, yeah. It's so My fun God. watching, you know, uh, shout out to Reese Hoskins. Uh, cause during batting practice or anything, oh. I know I'm doing a good job when he's like doing the gritty or something. Oh dude. Any, any the baby, uh, yeah. he's he just stops what he's doing. Yeah, even if he's at the plate. Yeah, you just see his shoulders moving. He's yeah. twirling. So he's, he's one of the guys I look at when I'm when I'm when I'm playing the entrance music because he's he gets one of he's one of the hypest. Yeah, to be honest, he is. You know, and uh, you can see him in the dugout like clapping along with uh, like Zombie Nation and stuff like that. Yep. So it's it's really cool to see. And it's um, who's another one? Brad Marsh. Yeah, he's, he's another, another one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually he came up to me in Scooter. Um, yeah, I'm kind of jealous that no one's ever came up to me. Yeah. Besides, well, now Camargo used to come up to me, but D- well, uh, Scooter kind of. <laughs> what, so I I knew he liked DMX. Yeah, yeah. So I played a DMX song. He looks right over at me. This was during the World Series, during batting practice. Yeah, I remember. It was a game after mine, and yeah. all the media that was down there. He literally Nuts. cut through all the all the media. Came over and was like, "Yo, keep that going." Who else did he like? Was it Lil Uzi? He yeah, likes a little he, Uzi he loves, too. Yeah, he's he's a trap head, bro. Yeah, he's a trap head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then DMX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trap head, and then uh, DMX. <laughs> so cool because I mean he's he's young, you know. Yeah, and that's what's cool too, man, is because there's some players on the team that are our age, and then there's some right. younger guys, and it's like if we didn't play in these nightclubs, I don't think we would know that music that right. you know, and that's what Fanavision needed. They didn't know yeah. what's being played out aside the realm of Q102, 96.5. They don't know those records. So, like, being able to hear us and then you playing across the country and, like, hearing, like, these house records that we're not playing here Mm -hmm. and those kind of things, that really can broaden your horizons to what we play in the stadium. Right. You know? And then to piggyback off that, because you get to play all over the country, 
do your opening sets work everywhere you go? Yeah, it's it's easy. If you've never been to a Pauly D show, it's everyone's so hyped to see him. Mm-hmm. They all know he DJs, of course. They're going to go see him physically DJ. Um, but a lot of them feel like just they feel like concerts. Yeah, like when you don't play like in the nightclubs, like like a marquee or like um, like even like Harris Pool. It's not necessarily a dance club. People, of course, yes, go there and yeah. dance. But yeah. when Paulie's there, everyone's staring at the DJ booth, yeah. waiting for him to come. Or when he DJs, like, of course, he's full blown DJing. He's he is playing as if there. I mean, there is a million people in front of him. You know, for lack of a better number. And a lot of these times, you you can't go you can't go wrong. Yeah. You know, you got to be you got to play something really outlandish. So they for, know they kind of know going into it. We're gonna be fist pumping all night. Yeah, he plays hip hop too. No, I've, well, I heard him at the yeah. pool. He played reggaeton records. Oh my god, his his hip hop or his his dance hall and reggaeton sets are amazing. Like when he pulls them out, it's just like it's dope. Yeah, because you're not expecting it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he pulls it out some places, but the places that really call for it, he knows it. Good. Like when we're, we we were in San Jose, he looked up and saw that it was predominantly more Spanish. What did he do? He uh, Sunnyvale, it's like right outside of San Jose. Yeah, yeah, he did a monster Spanish set, dude. Love that. Oh my yeah. god, it was so dope. Uh, and he's like a new, he he plays like New York style. He likes for like hip hop and uh, reggaeton and all that. He'll slam from the top. Most some of them, you know. Yeah, what you can though. Yeah, dude. And if you're dropping on the one, you're gonna get it. Uh-huh. It's gonna sound fun. And he does. And he knows what songs work when you drop it on the one. Right. Exactly. I mean, not, I mean, he's been DJing t- over twenty years. Right. Like he gets. So it. he knows. He yeah. knows. Yeah. So. Uh, every everywhere I when I go to play to answer your question finally, uh, I kind of do the same thing because my job is more or less really to make sure everything is cool for him and set right. up yeah, properly. Yeah. That the times that when I do get to play, once I get on the microphone and when I do get on the microphone, it's to check to make sure the level's good. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a tester. It sounds like I'm going to go start this whole elaborate thirty minute set. But it's more just to check the mic and make sure it's loud enough, knowing yeah, how yeah, loud it yeah, is. Yeah. So when I go and say, Las Vegas, who's ready for DJ Poly D? They're in the palm of my hand already because they've been waiting there for how long? You know, yeah. They've been listening to an opener. So you know, you could play anything. Yeah, you know, literally. But, but I keep it hype. Yeah, you know? no, I've heard your sets. Yeah, I actually have some sick pictures. Of, I don't even think I ever sent them to you from when you did the pool. Mm-hmm. And it just it's definitely a cool experience to I feel bad. I feel bad for a lot of these openers that play for him. The, the openers want to be there because they know Paulie's shows are like really, really fucking lit. Yeah, you know? if lack of a better term. Yeah, mostly sold out. But they're so ready to see him because say he hasn't been there in a year in that city. Those openers, they're trying so hard to like get them going. Mm-hmm. They're just nope. they're waiting for him. They're man. not even dancing. Some clubs are different there. and just partying all night. You know, we get back in the car when the show's over, and I, I, I would always tell Paulie like because he always does. I'm like, yo, you crushed it tonight. But there's certain nights where I'm like, yo, like that was nuts. Like that was insane. Because some are just like if he plays like a place like the TLA where it seems like a concert venue, those are a little bit different. Yeah. You know, they're, they're more like, they want to hear him speak. Like they would rather, they'd rather sit and talk to him. Right. Than listen to yeah, what yeah, he's, yeah. De- what he's doing. Like, you know, those different aspects are kind of different. Yeah, no, I get that. I yeah. totally get it. And then, um, it's like to kind of, you know, uh, wrap this up. Um, I'm trying to think of a way yeah. to like, I think we covered a lot of different well, things. I, like I said, this is going to be a foundation for you, bro. Like, here's what I'll help you out. But yeah. Like, you know, but like there's going to be different things you're going to do and just, 
keep every you're not going to keep everybody engaged yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah. you know what i mean like there's no people are listening to it while they're driving probably yeah it's 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 something you know maybe they'll hear their name because you're talking yeah. about something because they saw you last week or something yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah i think you you keep it current you know you could talk about things that are happening right now you yeah know? and that's where the live thing comes in that if you talk about uh so what's a what's a quick current event right now? Like the what, flash floods in California. Yeah, or not even that. You can keep it within Philly. You, you're yeah. going to assume that your most of your demographic right now is going to be super local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's when you start hearing maybe in the live, or if you if you look back at it, yeah, listening in from Georgia, you know, because yeah, yeah, they somehow yeah, yeah. found you. You know, yeah, but, maybe for the people on YouTube, um, you know, drop some comments and thoughts down below, uh, kind of stuff you will want to see the show grow into and. Any feedback is good feedback. I don't, yeah. you know, what I mean, just don't dislike the video. Just like the video. Yeah, you could, ha- <laughs> you could, you could do like a, you could do segments where you do something every week. You know, yeah, because you brought up a cool thing uh, about doing the hot ones challenge. Yeah, things like so that. So that might not be on the podcast, but that might be on our page, on our our YouTube mm-hmm. page. Because I think that would probably be hard for a podcast. But. You could record that on a, if you want to do it and have a friend or two over do it with you on a Tuesday. Yeah, and post it up as a reel, like you know, like a pop up podcast. Yeah, yeah, for know? sure. The, the possibilities are endless. Like you're yeah. not going to please everyone. Just like when you're, just like when we're DJing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I've it's, had, a, I've had a couple of those gigs lately. It seems so. That's actually a good question to to kind of round out your whole Pauly thing. Like, have you had? Has he had a crowd he couldn't please? Um, I don't think so. No, even that wedding that he did, that random wedding. Uh, no. What did we do? What was a corporate event we did? We we've done corporate events for like uh like law firms or something that you know. They wanna, they wanna. How do I describe it? They just want somebody with a name and some, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. cool, like current. You know, it's kind of like how Weiss and Montone do that uh, power event down in like yeah, Kaku. yeah, sure. They just want names. Yeah. So I guess he has never had a crowd. He could not everything is going to feel like a nightclub. You know, yeah. when he does corporate events, he plays totally different. You know, and he that's his adaptability. That's his open formatness. Yeah, you know, that's good because like that. I, it's funny. Me and Smooth had a conversation earlier. Where, you know, Smooth, shout out to him, man. He's really killing it. He's getting mm-hmm. accounts and he's doing all these things. <clears throat> he's really molding into Smooth Event Group. Yeah, like, it's he really crazy. Is. And we had a conversation where <clears throat> he wants to get on a call with his DJs because, you know, we want to have a conversation because sometimes you can't teach someone how to format a night. You can't. Right. So, like, hearing, it's refreshing hearing Paulie can mold himself to play for any type of crowd. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there, including DJs, that know who he is, know where he's been, how much he's been right. consistent, that don't know how he DJs. Right. They see clips on they only know what they see on social media. Exactly. And they just really need to un, not understand, but the, for the ones that dislike him for whatever reason that yeah, they have. For stupid reasons. Just like go to a show, man. Like he knows the crowd that he's playing for, Facts. you know, and he knows how to adjust. Yeah. When he does a corporate event over playing Harris Pool at the time and Marquee Nightclub in Las Vegas, those are different and Facts. they're going to be different. Yeah. It's just no different than you going into a wedding and then going to Barstool the next week. Yeah. You're not going to do the same thing. And Paulie no. doesn't do the same thing. Nothing's pre programmed. I love that. Yeah. No. I love to hear that. It's very refreshing because everyone you know, says that when I elaborate on Paul. Yeah. No. I, 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 you know, I'm glad that you know the viewers are being able to hear that because <clears throat> because it's when you see someone like famous like that because mm-hmm. you get you get these famous people that are playing pre-recorded sets. Yeah. So it's great to hear that he's actually DJing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can attest that I've actually seen him DJ. So oh yeah, I've, of course. I've seen it on multiple occasions. Yeah. So like I know he actually DJs. Yeah. Which is very refreshing because you know you get the, you get like um, 
I want to say Shaq was he was uh he was getting trolled because he was playing a pre-recorded set. He's I don't think he was though. I know he I know he does festivals. Yeah. You know why he does festivals? He said in a podcast um that since he misses walking out onto the court and hearing uh, his name being called that he misses that goosebump feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went to a festival once and he heard the crowd react to these DJs coming up whoever he went to go hear some, you know, some act or some DJ. Right. He's like I I want that. And he always liked DJing, I think. But there's like there's like videos of his son DJing now. Yeah. I met him at yeah. uh, I met him at Gardendale. And he wanted to do it. So whatever he did the process that he did to like, you know, pick it up. Yeah. Whether he pr- he probably already messed around with it already. That's why he wanted the good I remember during it. quarantine he was posting videos of him DJing like learning, which was cool. Yeah, I, and that's cool that um, so that when I heard it, he played a pre-recorded set. I was like, uh, I don't know, because I've actually heard his mixes. They're not great, but I've heard them. You know, he likes the straight festival stuff, yeah, the yeah, big yeah. build-ups and the dirty drops, yeah. the trap stuff. Yeah, um, He has one of my songs. I'm not sure if he's ever played it, but when he was in the Bahamas, he has a house out there. When we, when me and Aiden and Scott were out there uh-huh. um, for spring break, uh, the owner of Aura in, the, in uh, Atlantis, the resort out there, was like, yo, Shaq's coming in. I'm like, who? Like Shaquille O'Neal? He's like, yeah. He he has a house out here. He's in town. He's like, I'm gonna let him just walk in and come into the booth. I'm like, okay, cool. And sure enough, five minutes later, he walks in by himself, chilling. Sits up on a little stoop, like behind the uh, the turntables. And I was DJing. I played my nasty freestyle yeah. bootleg, the T Wayne, and he literally slapped me on my ass, pause, and was like, I need that. <laughs> Give me that. and i got his email and i sent i'm not sure if he ever took it but that's insane he's like, he's like i need that and it was it was the realm of djing that he likes he's like that that 70 yeah, piece yeah, for a minute yeah, yeah, into yeah. a trap beat you know i love that i yeah. love that edit and he funny. walked right out 10 minutes later he didn't do anything but you know yeah no that's probably he probably just wanted to come here where you guys are playing yeah he's kids yeah he probably been gambling or something yeah, yeah, pop yeah, into yeah. A club. yeah yeah that's what's up uh i think this is a good good spot to end it uh, I appreciate you coming in yeah, and hanging yeah. out and, you know, daring the cat dander in here. I'm actually good. Benadryl's kicking in. Love right. that. Love that. No well, drowsiness. Yeah. If, uh, if you made it this far into listening and watching, yeah. I appreciate you guys. First episode of Tonka, Talking with Tonka, I'm sorry, is in the books. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Talking with Tonka, all one word. Um, I'm DJ Tonka, if you don't know already. That uh, um, DJ Tonka underscore on Instagram. And then DJ 9NE on instagram uh make sure you follow him his content is really dope uh thanks for tuning in see you guys next thursday peace out peace